The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to a product spotlight episode of the MarTech Podcast. Joining us today is a very special guest and one of, if not the biggest influencers in the MarTech community. Scott Brinker is the VP of Platform Ecosystems at HubSpot, the editor of the Chief MarTech blog, and he's also the founding program chair of the MarTech Conference. And today, Scott is going to talk to us about some of the biggest trends in the MarTech space and give us an advanced preview of some of the topics that will be covered in the upcoming MarTech West Conference. For those of you who aren't familiar with the MarTech Conference, it's designed for hybrid marketing technologist professionals charged with breaking down organizational silos. If you're interested in discovering new technologies, learning best practices, or connecting with other passionate marketers, you should join me at the upcoming MarTech West Conference in San Jose, California. The conference is happening on April 3rd through April 5th this year in San Jose. And if you're interested in joining, go to martechconf, that's M-A-R-T-E-C-H-C-O-N-F dot com. And if you register with promo code martechpodcast, one word, all lowercase, uh, you'll get 15% off your conference pass. Okay, here is our interview with the chief himself, the VP of Platform Ecosystems and the founding chair of the MarTech Conference, Scott Brinker. Scott, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me back, Ben. Great to be with you again. It's great to have you here. It's always an honor to talk with you, one of not only the founders of the MarTech Conference, but really the founders of the MarTech industry. In our last conversation on the podcast, you and I talked a lot about your career, how you started off developing some games in high school. You became a CEO of a technology conference very early in the internet days. You worked your way up through all sorts of roles and responsibilities, all the way up to being the VP of Platform Ecosystems at HubSpot. And uh, what we didn't talk too much about was your role with a company called Third Door Media, which is the creators of the MarTech Conference. So catch us up a little bit. How did the MarTech Conference get started and what's your role at Third Door? Sure. So I've known the Third Door Media folks for many, many years, actually before uh, the whole MarTech thing took off. Some of my early work was in conversion optimization. So I got to know them for their properties, uh, search engine land and their terrific SMX search marketing show. 
But as the MarTech community started to coalesce in really in 2014, you saw this sort of spike. The number of vendors on the MarTech landscape hit a thousand. The recognition of the term marketing technologist was appearing in places like Harvard Business Review. So there started to be this real momentum that, okay, this is moving from what started as this really niche subject, the intersection of marketing and technology fields, into something that was becoming real. So Chris Elwell, the CEO of Third Door Media, reached out to me at that time and said, I suppose you'd have any interest in seeing if we could start a conference around this community. And we started that first one the summer of 2014 in Boston. I remember at the time wondering like, okay, we're going to hold a party. Will anybody show up? If you build it, they will come. (laughs) Yep. First one sold out and man, it's been a rocket ride ever since. So tell me a little bit about how the community has grown and sort of a little bit about the landscape today. Well, I think watching new professions and new fields emerge, right? I mean, they all start out initially as these things that don't really have recognized labels. I mean, there have been people working at this intersection of marketing and technology for a while, but most of them were either, oh, okay, well, you're just a flavor of digital marketing, or you're really just a flavor of IT that happens to be working in marketing. And I think what's really remarkable is in the past several years, we've seen enough momentum behind the profession of marketing technology management, the profession of marketing operations, that now this is a real field. This is a real job. This is a real profession. I mean, you can search and or hiring director of marketing tech, director of marketing operations. So now we're starting to get to a place where it's not just the pioneers. It's not just the early adopters. It really is mainstream professionals who are working in this space. And the MarTech conference for us is a really great way to get that group together to meet each other and learn from each other. It's interesting to hear about the community growth and how about you think about the role of the MarTech professional becoming something that people are hiring for. I actually have thought about it a little bit of a different way as marketing becomes more data-driven. You know, there's the rise of the digital revolution. Every marketer's job has moved from being the madmen style marketer, the really brand-driven and obviously very customer-centric, that's still important, but we all have to use data and technologies to communicate with our prospective customers to do our targeting. So there is the marketing technologists that this conference was really built around, people that are putting the stacks together. But for people like me, the general marketers, I feel like everyone is in MarTech today if they are in just a marketing role in general, because we're all reliant on these very technology-centric tools to reach our customers, even if you're doing your offline marketing, right? You're starting to do direct mail, and there's more technology solutions around that as well. So there's something that's on your website for the MarTech conference that you've called the MarTech Manifesto, and I think it's really poignant. Can you talk to me a little bit about the document that you wrote and published that's really speaking to the modern marketer about this community and why it exists? Well, this actually follows up very nicely to your observation about the fact that pretty much everyone in marketing needs to be fluent with technology at this point. It's not just marketing technology and operations leaders. You know, we put together the MarTech Manifesto as a way of trying to capture what is it about this particular group of people? What is it about this particular transformation that's happening that we felt we could really put a flag in the ground and say, you know, there's something special happening here. 
So the MarTech Manifesto basically says there were three disciplines that used to be very separate for many years, right? Marketing as a profession, technology and IT as a profession, and even management in a general sense of how do we organize the firm. I mean, these were each their own particular fields. And part of what's happened is this convergence between these three things. You could say, oh, well, obviously they've converged a little bit because, well, what is marketing technology management? It's the management of technology and marketing. Okay, that pretty much makes sense. But actually, we think it's a much greater convergence than that, that really this field of marketing and technology and management, if you think of this as a Venn diagram, those three circles don't overlap a little. They overlap a lot because, let's face it, everything in marketing today is now being powered by some kind of technology. And very often, the difference between success with this technology isn't just the technical pieces of it. It's the management approach we bring to it. Are we empowering people throughout the marketing organization to work in new ways to take advantage of what this new technology makes possible? Yeah, to me, this is more about the revolution of marketing than it is specifically, hey, there is this just small group of marketers that are the people that are putting the technology stack. This is absolutely a marketing conference centered on the use of technology and about highlighting some of the most innovative marketers that are around. I understand the trend. And to me, you know, it's clear some of the people that might be attending the show, your vendors, your marketing technologists, and then your general marketers that are looking for some best practices. Why are conferences a good use of time and resources for marketers? Why are you putting together an in-person event as opposed to webinars and classes, all things that could be digital? It's a great question. I mean, there's so much amazing content online. I think there's two main advantages people get at an in-person conference that we haven't been able to replicate in the webinar digital content world. The first is, quite frankly, just getting out of the office, getting to a new location, getting to a new setting, being able to eliminate a big chunk of that daily distraction, just take the opportunity to step back and look at things from a different point of view and to get some time to actually think about that outside of our daily rituals. The second piece is really about being able to connect with your peers. Because at the end of the day, I mean, it's great to be able to learn from presenters who are either experts in the field themselves, you know, popular analysts or practitioners who have a great case study to share about how they executed this at their particular brand. That's awesome. But the opportunity to have a conversation over lunch or to meet a couple of folks at a networking reception that are doing the exact same work you're doing, but they're doing it at different companies and be able to just have that direct practitioner to practitioner exchange of, tell me, what do you think about this? Or how have you been dealing with this particular situation? Or who is your favorite vendor when you talk about capability acts? These sorts of exchanges, it's really the raw reality plugging into that of what's really happening throughout the industry. And it becomes a way to make great professional connections and even great friendships. I mean, a huge part of going to a conference is obviously the conference material and some of the relationships that you can build and some of the networking that you can do is obviously valuable, but it's fun. It's a good use of time because you get to get out of the office, you get to meet some friends and, you know, go have a drink after the show. It's a big part of what helps build this community. And on this show, we talk a lot about being members of the community. We try to get you to send us our question. We try to make introductions for our guests as often as people can reach out. But 
would love to shake hands, give some hugs, and meet some people that are in the community and deepen those relationships. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Without preaching too much about the value of the conference and how the community is growing, I want to turn the page and talk a little bit about just what's happening in MarTech this year and this specific conference. So what are some of the things that now that we're in 2019 that stand out to you as the biggest changes in MarTech that marketers need to be aware of? There's so much happening in the space. I think we can look at it from a couple ways. One is the practices of marketing technology and operations leadership we're really starting to get some clarity about what it means to structure a marketing organization to be really effective with these tools. So some of the things we see, I've done some writing on this around the new rules of marketing technology and operations is how marketing ops leaders can balance things like centralization versus decentralization. We think of these things as opposite ends of the spectrum, but the reality is we're creating a lot of these centralized tools and a lot of these centralized data repositories as a way to empower a much broader set of people in the organization for decentralized creativity and engagement with our customers. There's the balance between automation, bringing like greater automation and efficiency into our organizations, but at the same time, not losing the humanity that makes marketing, that makes brands so powerful. And so how do you balance these two things of finding the right ways to leverage the human component in all this incredible automation? So that'll be a lot of the theme of the conference is discussions about how real brands are wrestling with the balances and trade-offs between those. Then, of course, the technology landscape continues to evolve. I actually just put up an article talking about some of the trends we see as we're working on the latest MarTech landscape. I'll just give one of them now. It's for years in marketing technology, the debate was sweet versus best of breed. Like either you're going to try and get all of the tools you needed from, you know, one major vendor that would just sell them in a big suite 
or you were on the other end of the spectrum and you had to like buy all these best of breed point solutions and stitch them together yourself. Building the toolkit. Yes. And the reality is we've kind of converged to the best of both. That there really aren't closed suites anymore in the MarTech space. The major players have really moved to becoming open platforms. And the way in which they're now embracing these point solutions and these specialist apps across the MarTech landscape is about opening up APIs and making it easier for marketers to integrate these. So you get whatever set of tools and capabilities with your marketing platform of choice, but then you augment it with the specific capabilities you want from these more specialized providers. And we still got a ways to go in the industry. It's definitely far from perfect, but we're headed in that direction of this becoming much more of a platform ecosystem oriented industry. So essentially, there's a couple of big shifts that are happening. A, the MarTech space is growing. You published something that I saw on LinkedIn that showed that, I don't remember which one it was, either the investment in people or the investment in ad dollars is now smaller than the investment in marketing technology, right? There was a shift over the past year of where marketers are spending their dollars. Which one did the MarTech technology overpass? Actually, I think that Gartner's study overpassed both of them, but not by much. We're starting to see this portfolio that mixes the give or take about a quarter of the budget in MarTech, about a quarter of the budget in in-house resources people, about a quarter for external resources and services agencies, and another quarter for actual paid media, which is still a big part of the marketing budget. Absolutely. So MarTech is becoming more and more important. And the question of platform, ecosystem, all challenges that we're trying to figure out. So let's run a hypothetical. Let's say I live somewhere outside of California. I'm a marketer. I work at a growth stage company and it's February, which is probably when this episode is going to be published. And I didn't actually realize there was a MarTech conference who are the speakers and what are the topics that they're going to be covering that you think are the reasons that I should drop what I'm doing, go talk to my boss, ask for the budget, make sure I get sign off in April to go join the MarTech conference? One of the things I believe in very strongly in organizing the conference is to make it as practical as possible. So the vast majority of the speakers at MarTech are practitioners, people who are leading marketing or marketing technology and operations in a variety of brands. So we certainly have some of the high-tech brands, you know, the folks from Netflix are going to be talking about how they manage experimentation and customer experience. The folks who run Zillow have a really exciting presentation on personalization and A-B testing, companies like LinkedIn. So definitely, if you want to hear what some of the digital natives are doing to really push things forward, we'll get some great behind-the-scenes discussions of those. But to me, it's also about hearing from companies like, okay, the New York Times, a much more traditional business about how they're applying product management to the MarTech mission at their organization. Or from Nordstrom, how are they leveraging marketing data science and what they do? Or companies like the makers of the refrigerators, Sub-Zero, that we were talking about decentralization and how do you empower more people throughout the organization, but on the other hand, make sure that it doesn't turn to chaos, that balance of governance and empowerment. The folks at NPR are going to be talking about uh, voice commerce and some of the strategies that they've seen work with devices like Alexa and Siri. 
JP Morgan, the head of marketing uh, technology there is going to come talk about how they think of these different roles of marketing technology and marketing operations management in an organization like that. So you get a pretty broad mix of tech companies, non-tech companies, some B2B examples, some great B2C examples. And I really believe there's an opportunity to cross-pollinate ideas from all of these that you'll be able to take back and have some really actionable things to work with. So one of the things I noticed that you didn't mention, you're talking about a bunch of the, I don't know if we'll call them breakout sessions, but you didn't mention the keynotes. Who are the keynote speakers for the conference? I'm so glad you asked. So uh, very excited. Uh, Ann Lunis, the CMO of Adobe, who's been an absolute pioneer in marketing leadership for a while now. We've got Terrence Kawaja, who's the guy of Luma Partners, all those famous Luma skates. And it's going to come give a terrific presentation on direct-to-consumer brands, the way in which they're leveraging MarTech. In fact, we've got the CMO of a direct-to-consumer brand, Freshly, who's also a pioneer in the marketing technology space, Mayor Gupta. He's going to come and present as well. So it'll be a really great mix of some of these inspiring high-level keynotes and then also being able to get hands-on practitioners at the breakout sessions. Great. How many years have you been doing the MarTech conference specifically? Yeah, we've been doing it for over five years now. There'll be over 2,000 marketers and marketing technology leaders at the event in San Jose. So it's really been exciting to see this momentum build. Wow. Congratulations. Honestly, I think about how the MarTech podcast has grown. We've been doing this for over a year. We've hit somewhere between, by the time this publishes, ten to 20,000 downloads a month. And to me, thinking of getting that many people in the same room at the same time is just phenomenal. So I hope that our listeners of the show appreciate all the work that Scott's put in and his team and Third Door Media have put in to building this conference and giving a forum for this community to get together, shake some hands, give some hugs, have some drinks, learn from each other. I will gladly be in attendance of the conference. I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person when we get there. And I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, telling us a little bit about it, and again, for being our guest and our sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me on, and I look forward to seeing you in April. All right, Scott. Well, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to the Chief MarTech himself, Scott Brinker, for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Scott, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can shoot him a tweet at Chief MarTech, which is C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C, no H-T-E-C, or you could visit his blog, which is Chief MarTech, C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C.com. A special thanks to everyone at the MarTech Conference for sponsoring the MarTech Podcast. If you're interested in joining me at MarTech West in San Jose, California, the conference is going to be on April 3rd. So head over to martechconf.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-C-H-C-O-N-F.com. And use the promo code MarTechPodcast, one word, all lowercase, for 15% off your conference pass. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community and a member of the MarTech community. We always want to hear from you, so we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. And of course, you can also reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, LinkedIn, Twitter, pretty much every social media channel. 
Also, if you want to reach out in person, again, please join me at the MarTech Conference April 3rd through April 5th. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got some great episodes lined up. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. Until next time, thanks again to Scott Brinker for joining us. And my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.